Hi, this is Life Coach David. Thanks for listening to the Law of Attraction podcast. You can find out more about me and Law of Attraction Life Coaching at lifecoachdavid.com. And we've been talking about the book, Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting, which has some wonderful Law of Attraction information from the point of view of the author Lynn Grabhorn. And sometimes she's very funny with how she explains things, but in the end, the information is really good. And I hope if you've been listening, you've been applying to your life what we've been talking about. And speaking of your life, I just want to ask you to check in with yourself, and I have a question for you. Are you making yourself a priority? Are you making yourself a top priority? Are you doing what you can to heal anything from the past so that you can move forward in a more positive way? Are you doing what you can to take care of yourself so you feel happy, so you feel satisfied? Because the happier you feel, the better it is for everyone in your life, everyone in your family. The better you keep yourself feeling, the more you make yourself a priority, the better it is for everyone. And sometimes we forget that or we don't know that And we forget to make ourselves a priority, and then we get put last, and things aren't going well, we don't feel good, we don't feel happy, and that's not good for you or anybody you know. So consider making yourself a priority so that you can be the best version of yourself, and it's better for everyone you know. And obviously, from a law of attraction point of view, making yourself a high priority and keeping yourself feeling really good means you're setting yourself up to attract circumstances and experiences and people that are going to be high vibration people for you, that are going to be feel-good experiences, that are going to be things that you want to attract into your life. So it's well worth the work to make yourself a priority. And now I'm going to get back to reading from Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting. And this next section is called Who's on first? Back in the 40s, the adored comedy team of Abbott and Costello had a routine that always brought the house down and ultimately became a classic. It was their who's on first routine that started something like, yes, who's on first? Well, if who's on first, then who's on second? No, who's not on second? He's on first, and what's on second? (laughs) And around and around until everybody was in tears of laughter. To this day, I go into stitches whenever I see it replayed on TV. Well, if you were to take the paradox we're about to get into now, it sounds just as loony as who's on first. And here's how it goes. If I take all my don't wants, which make me feel bad, and turn them into wants, which are supposed to make me feel good, I still end up with something I know I don't have, which sure doesn't make me feel good, and something I'll probably never get anyhow, which makes me feel worse than I did before I started this whole stupid thing. Ah, tis a great predicament, because if you had it, you wouldn't want it. So the very act of wanting carries with it the rather obvious implication that you surely do not have it. And if you do not have it, How in the Sam Hill can you feel good about it until you get it? You can't, not as long as you keep wanting things the old way. The dilemma comes from our thinking 
that the burden of acquiring what we want is all on us, that we're the ones who will have to figure out how to get it, how to come up with the money for it, how to arrange for it, how to make it happen. Once we get that far, our next thoughts are usually something like, oh hell, that's just not possible, which invariably causes us to stop wanting. Easy resolution, straight from our old programming way of thinking. The next section is called the key. The key to having whatever your most divine heart desires, bar nothing, is finding a way to feel good about your want. Not wish for it, yearn for it, long for it, sigh for it, or feel discouraged about it, but just feel good about it. Remember, need is from fear, desire is from excitement. They are at the opposite ends of the vibrational pole. So here we are in this quandary. We're wanting, which usually makes us feel bad because not only do we not have what we want, we haven't the foggiest idea how to get it. The solution? Change the feeling. When you want something, hold your thoughts on that want for a few moments until some sort of feeling comes up. Any kind, good or bad, red flag or green flag, doesn't matter. Then tune into that feeling. If you feel low instead of jazzed, disheartened instead of turned on, you're thinking about not having instead of having. You're thinking about the lack of what you want. On the other hand, if you're feeling even a twinge of excitement or a nice warm buzz, you're on target. The whole process of creating on purpose is about getting our thoughts off what we don't want and on what we do want and keeping them there. Once we've gotten that far, our job is to find ways to feel good about those wants instead of lousy when they're nowhere to be seen and would appear to have no way of showing up. So the question is, how do we get from down to up every time we think about a want? Because as soon as we're up, we're vibrationally overriding all those downer feelings we get when we're focused on the obvious fact that our want is nowhere in sight. Yeah, that is so true. And I'm assuming that she's going to go from here to where we have to focus on what we want in a way that feels good, exciting, to a way that we're expecting it. You know, it's, it's a whole different vibration when we're excited about something we want and we can't wait for it to come. Well, let's find out. The next section is called Becoming Jazzed. We already know that the trick to turning a don't want into a want is to find ways to feel splendid about that want instead of discouraged. And it doesn't matter if it's an old one that's been locked away in your want closet for ages or a brand new fresh desire, the process is the same. So here's how we feel good, in fact terrific, about wanting something we don't have or we think is impossible to obtain or don't deserve to have or can never afford and is entirely too complicated for a tire brain to figure out anyhow. This is the most important component of the law of attraction that is guaranteed to pull in wants rather than don't wants. Once you know what you want, you must find the feeling place of having that want while at the same time staying out of the feeling place of not having it. I'm going to read that again. Once you know what you want, you must find the feeling place of having that want, while at the same time staying out of the feeling place of not having it. 
In other words, feel, get jazzed about what it would be like to swim if you don't know how, rather than feeling embarrassed when everyone but you runs into the water. Feel, get excited about yourself in your new job, rather than constantly crabbing about and feeling trapped in the one you have now. Feel, get excited about your pride in accomplishing as you approach the platform to receive your well-earned degree, even if you haven't started classes yet. Feel, get excited about what you want your new mate to be like and how great it will be being together. Feel and get excited about what it will be like owning your own airplane or whatever it is you want and the joy and pride of flying friends and family all over the place. Now you're vibrating in harmony with your greater self. Your desires are joyously included in your vibrations, magnetizing, growing bigger each time you feel the reality of them for just 16 seconds. You've broken out of the negative vibrations of social consciousness to live in and vibrate in the only energies that are capable of drawing that want to you, the higher hallowed frequencies of feel good. Once in that space, you and your want are literally pinging together. Instead of flying red flags and pinging in harmony with the lack of your desire, which means you'd be pulling in more lack. You're flying, you're feeling good, there's green flags, and pinging in harmony with having it, whether it even exists yet or not. As long as you don't spend too much time worrying about why it hasn't shown up yet, that excited, stoked, turn-on-high, happy vibration you feel when you think about having it will eventually magnetize it right into your lap. That's all it takes, good feelings. One of the rather important elements of living that we as a species seem to have forgotten how to embrace as steady diet. And somehow she makes it seem really easy, right? And sometimes it can be easy, and sometimes it's not. But it's true, we have to do our best to get into the feeling place of what we want, even if we don't have it yet, even if we don't know how it's gonna happen, so that law of attraction picks up on that and delivers it to us. And the next section is called the wise habit. To help a want magnetize in, we need to get our juices running so we can flow out as much positive, excited energy as possible. One of the best ways to do that is to talk about the whys of wanting something. The what defines, but it's the whys that change your battery and start the juices running. It's like asking a guy who's bonkers about eating steaks blood rare why he likes them that way. He'll tilt his head back, close his eyes, and drift off into la-la land as he describes the taste, savors the juices, caresses the texture, and withers under the heady bouquet. That's big-time feeling and big-time vibrating, all from a single little question, why? As you think about all the whys of wanting something, you begin to latch onto it in feeling. You get more turned on, more passionate, and you're creating a whole lot more 16-second intervals to flow highly charged, very magnetic energy to the thing rather than just blurting out, this is what I want. So by stating your whys, you're giving that want a much-needed jump start, like your car with a dead battery until you energize the battery with a charge. 
your car is going nowhere. No charge, no go. No oomph to your want. No magnetism. No magnetism, no get. And that is true. And I actually have a process I use with my clients, which I call a rampage of what you want, where I actually ask them, what do you want? And then they tell me something. And then I say, why do you want that? And then we go on like that for at least 10 minutes. And it's a great process because most of us don't spend that much time thinking about what we want and why we want it. And if you think about it, in a 24-hour day, even 10 minutes isn't that much, but it's a really good start. And we have time for one more section today. And this section is called Because, Because, Because. In one of my weekend seminar groups, a gal spoke up with, quote, All right, I understand now that I've been focusing on the lack of my dream, but I can only come up with one why. Okay, what is it you want? I want a summer cottage by the ocean. And she had no oomph in that. And then I asked, why? And she said, because I hate being housebound in the summer. Aha, a major don't want. I kept asking why. Why don't you want to be housebound in the summer? Because I like the feeling of leisure and relaxation that I get from a summer house. And freedom, yes, I like the freedom. Good, you're starting to connect. Let's keep going. Why do you like the freedom? It makes me feel good and happy. Oh, yes. I remember feeling so happy as a youngster in our summer home. It was a wonderful feeling. Now we're getting there. Tell me more. What's your summer home like? Well, it's a gray Cape Cod cottage, kind of weather-beaten, but it's homey, and it has a white trim. Oh, how I love the crispness of that white trim. More. Is it close to the water? Oh, yes, right on the dunes. Why do you want to be close to the water, I asked. Oh, because it's so soothing. Even in the stormy weather, it makes me feel real and alive. I can paint there and watch the sunsets and lose myself in the vastness of it all. And well, everything just comes alive by the sea. Yes, finally this girl was cooking on the front burner. Her juices were running and her vibrational frequencies were becoming higher and higher, magnetically charging up that growing want thought with every new thought she fed it. I kept asking why, and she kept telling me, because, because, because. And with each because, her frequencies were soaring. This thing was now becoming a part of her, incorporated in her vibrations. Ask yourself over and over why you want something, and keep asking and keep asking and keep asking, even when you think you have no more answers then pretty soon you'll be in dreamland feeling marvelous, just where you need to be to magnetize this thing in. Now, here's where you want to summon your willpower to stay in that vibration as long as you can, maybe up to a half an hour or even all day. But if it's just a couple of minutes, great, that's enough to get the swirl of energy started. Remember, you need only 16 seconds to get the same vibrational thoughts clumping into an energy vortex, then another 16 seconds, and another, and another. If you slip into, forget it, that's just an impossible dream, in the middle of your upper, simply change vibrational gears. Think about something that makes you feel good, get your motors revved up again, and you'll quickly override that red flag vibration. Don't forget, the universe gives us not what we speak or what we deserve or what we're supposedly destined to have, 
The universe gives us precisely and only what we are vibrating in every moment of every day. Nothing more, nothing less. Before you know it, the universe starts responding to your vibrations with little signs here and there, amazing little coincidences, all the magic pieces necessary to put this thing together. They just keep coming and coming and coming until it's all in place, with you right smack in the middle, living your once impossible dream. But you gotta taste it, feel it, smell it, and drool over it before it's going to happen. You gotta talk about it until you can feel yourself living it, and then talk about it some more until those turned on feelings, the fundamental element of step three, come to you with the utmost ease. Step three, find the feeling place of your want. And that's the end of that little section. And I love that, you know, spend more time thinking about what we want and why we want it. Get ourselves all excited about it for as long as possible. And then it manifests. And of course, we have to stay out of the when it's going to happen or how, but just keep ourselves in that high vibration. Woo, that feels even good to say. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. And more than that, I hope you use what the information is telling us. You know, practice, practice, practice. And a lot of the techniques I teach my clients also help with that. And if you want some wonderful Law of Attraction coaching, contact me through lifecoachdavid.com and we'll get started. Anyway, have a wonderful high vibration day and I look forward to continuing with Excuse Me, Your Life is Waiting on the next podcast.